Welcome to Dinner with Bands. This episode is sponsored by The Blasting Room, a Fort Collins recording studio with over 80 years of combined music industry experience. Happy Longlegs and the Cosmic Gnar Whales have joined me in the studio tonight, and they'll start off their live set with the song Spruce Tree Boogie. Go waste no time by me. Hoy, time by me. What well, that steep black cat got turquoise ring, uh huh. And peek on miles, just hear her sing, uh huh. She went by boo beep, not newly dive. What in big old trains, they went bustling by. Been singing our song since the 94th, but that is all singing. Mama can't sing no more. Hutch can't sing no more. And man, it's a shame, shame, shame. Yeah, 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 yeah. man, it's a shame, shame, shame. Yeah, 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 yeah. And everybody dance around there on the ground, but that is all singing. Mama boy, no, that's down. Black cat in big spruce tree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she climbed down, took a walk with me. Uh huh. And then they made me down, down and slept alone. So now she take faith from neighborhood homes. Was born a little small, ain't so hard to see with that cold up in the hand scratching your knees. Hand scratching your knees. And man, it's a shame, shame, shame. Shame, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, man, it's a shame, 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 And everybody dance around, ash on the ground, but that is soul sang, mama boy, no one has that. Soul sang, mama boy, no one has that. Soul sang, mama boy, no one has that. Soul sang, mama boy, no one has
Howdy out there in Radio Land. On drums, I would like to introduce the infamous Queen of Ganglies, Snail. Play some funky Snail. Now that fella on the bass with the squid for a face, that's the fella I like to call Whale. Play some funk for us, Whale. Conservationists all the way from outer space, here to save the day. Oh, and me? Well, I'm Pappy Longlegs. Hey, Miss Maybell, won't you be my hopping frog? Drank muddy water, sleep in a hollow log. Oh, Miss Maybell, Miss Maybell, Miss Maybell, won't you be my hopping frog? Tum hum, twelve all hands. Three two dogs hum me bell down. Bum 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 bum, Miss me bell. Miss me bell. Miss me bell. Come on, you be my hopping frog. Was a duck loud, I'd swim right down to the bottom hole, and I'd never come up home. Miss Maybell, Miss Maybell, Miss Maybell, come on, you be my hopping frog. Welcome back to Dinner with Bands. This episode is sponsored by The Blasting Room, which has been specializing in the art of recording since 1994. We just heard Spruce Tree Boogie and Miss Maybell by Pappy Longlegs and the Cosmic Narwhals, more specifically by Pappy, who is on the banjo and guitar. Hello. Hey, how's it going Pretty out there good. Radio Land? And um, Whale, and then Snail on the drums. So um, Spruce Tree Boogie is from your debut album, Alpha Butter, which came out last year. And you guys are like a pretty new band, I would say. Um, yeah, so Apple Butter was a, a uh, mix of all my favorite musicians around, and, and it was kind of like a, a call to action for all those fine folks, and I was honored to have them all be on the mm-hmm. record with me, and uh, then recently I met Kendra, or uh, Snail and Whale, and uh, we decided to have this uh, power trio, and some of the songs transferred, and some of the songs uh, were freshly arranged. Nice. And you, you did this with um, New Strangers? Or Native, Native Stranger Native Artist Strangers, Worker that's Collective. Yes, nice. How, how was it like working with them for this uh, It's a lot of fun. You know, it's just a, a bunch of artists that are also workers. So 
it's not uh it, it's a it's a big group of as many people that were interested as possible so ellie Corey, uh, a bunch of the cats at raisin roots a mm. uh, bunch of uh, matt skinner he helped with the record nice. he works at the banjo shop and um all the musicians we're we're all uh, formerly a part of that uh collective it's mm-hmm. more of a concept yeah and are you trying to like grow that collective or not really uh well you know if anyone has an interesting project that they want to uh then you're like recruit people to help with the whole spirit is to make uh people feel inspired to make more art and be a support system so you know if anyone has ideas for projects and you know that's cool and you also work at cloverlick banjo shop right i'm the found i'm the owner of cloverlick banjo shop and master luthier and uh, we build handmade banjos, just like, like the one I'm playing right now. Ooh. And did you make that one recently? Or? Yeah, I made it uh, I made it uh, at the end of last year. Nice. And you guys like collaborate a lot with artists. I know you guys do like a Cloverlick cache or something. Yep, we do a video series out of my HQ, which is my workbench where I do the final assembly mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So, uh, yeah, we just get uh, musicians that are on the road and uh, local and all, kind of all around and they'll come in and share a song and we uh, through salt magazine released it and uh you know people have been really receptive and had a fun time listening to it so we're going to keep doing it we have a whole stack of uh songs that we're going to be releasing you know every week and how did you guys meet all again like how did um mark how did you meet like hendrick or hen harrison Harrison and kendra um so uh the music district here in town um is where i met harrison he was uh an artist in residency at the time and he was doing a talk about his nonprofit called sustain music and nature and me being a luthier um and and him having some luthiers on his roster i found it really interesting so i decided to ask him about it and uh i'll, I'll get him to talk a little bit more about it because it's fascinating yeah. and uh i met uh kendra over there on the drums uh snail mm-hmm. um because we had a uh, piano recital at the banjo shop and uh kendra was uh there to see the recital and um oh so you were just like you were just watching it kendra yeah yeah i was good friends with the teacher who was teaching at the recital yeah and then we uh found out we were both musicians and started making beautiful music together nice and do you want to harrison do you want to talk about your nonprofit a little yeah, bit because that sure. sounds pretty um, interesting yeah so i also co-founded a nonprofit here in fort collins called sustain music and nature um we have basically two programs and um We've been around for about four years, and we do this program called Songscapes, where we uh, send bands uh, to public lands for writing retreats. Um, so a band will spend a week on a public land and have fun, learn about the environment, and then hopefully they'll be inspired to write a song about it. And we film it, um, uh, create a professional music video, and then share it on interwebs to you know hopefully get some more uh, support for public lands. Nice. And then um, the other program we uh, run is Green Roster, which is where I met Rooster originally, um, where we're trying to make the music industry more of a ambassador for environmental causes. That's yeah, being green mm-hmm. in your practices. Mm-hmm. And so Clover Lake is already an amazing business that they do everything they can to be green and reduce waste. And um, you know, within they, the music industry, right? Yes. Yeah. Yep. So cool. they, yeah, they're awesome. And um, yeah, I met him. What was it like? three years ago now and then i, I recently yeah, moved to yeah. fort collins and then we've just been getting together and playing and started this project together so it's been good nice. it's been fun that's cool the green rooster thing is like super cool how you're like trying to 
keep the music industry like green. I don't know. Yeah, man. It's a, it's one of the least green uh, really? industries out there. So, you know, I didn't know that. Like, are, do you know like how it's so green or like what people can do to improve? Like, do you have any basic tips? Uh, with woodworking, you know, there's a lot of ways you can, uh, get your materials without chopping down a whole forest with being a touring musician there's a lot of ways that you can travel uh without having oh. a gigantic rig and yeah and also rig. also like you know when you're touring like trying to cut back on eating like a ton of meat because that actually mm. you know does a lot for the environment uh, the environment so yeah. you know trying to eat healthier on the road on actually tour. well you'll That's feel better and it'll help that's interesting. I would have so. never like thought about that. Like, cause I feel like people like they eat out a lot when they're on tour. So I guess that would be a thing that like you should think about if you're touring. To, like, yeah, it's I mean it's it's, it's hard because it's like after a show or like you know you're just like so tired and yeah. it's and so easy. You no, know, it's so easy to just like pull yeah. into a fast food restaurant. Yeah, it's like that's cool. So let's talk about the music a little bit. You just played M- Miss Maybell, which is like a new like it's not recorded yet, right? Um, no, that is not recorded. Okay. Actually, I, I learned that song from a old blues guy named rl burnside but mm-hmm. i did a full like reimagination of it do you know him or is that just i don't know him personally yeah, okay. uh but I, but you know i would have liked to have known him mm. he was really interesting character he um uh was a very very old man and uh had been playing slide blues guitar for a very long time and then a generation below him you know through his his kin really loved what he was doing and formed a very contemporary band uh, underneath it so if you listen to any of his records you'll hear like a very you know modern interpretation to like what a backbone to the the classic sound that he has and he's got a real grisly old voice mm. so yeah it's it's kind of an interesting way to bridge a gap which is one th- you know we'll be, we'll play a song after this that kind of bridges that gap as well uh via folk music so which one is um, that it's cuckoo oh and nice cuckoo and that one has like west african influence or something yeah so That's um cool. Snail over there, she studies uh, African drum and dance music. Nice. You study uh, that. Cool. Which is folk music. And she, uh, she should tell you a little bit more about it because it's yeah. pretty interesting. Yeah. So I, play, I played uh, West African drum and dance uh, music with ensembles for the last um, five or six years. And really, ever since I started playing, I've been inspired by world music. Currently, mm-hmm. I play on occasion with a really great group in town called Fale. And they're a West African drum and dance ensemble collective in Fort Collins. And uh, they bring teachers from all across the nation and from uh, all parts of Africa, mostly from West Africa. Um, but we've had teachers from Zimbabwe and uh, Democratic uh, Republic of Congo hmm. and um, Ivory Coast. That's cool. And yeah, and, we just, and we're just lifelong learners loving music and sharing culture and you like meet with them regularly yeah also yeah, every sunday um there's a class from 5 to 8 30 and uh on wednesdays we practice as well that's so cool that's cool that you incorporate that into your music too yeah and kendra invited me to one of those uh one of those classics and you know the the are one of the classes and the main idea is that it's it's folk music from a different part of the world that mm-hmm. we attribute here in the states as what folk music is what folk music actually is, is not just like a person with a guitar or a banjo mm-hmm. or something like that. You know, folk music is the music of all the folks that are living. Oh, and true. I'm folks, you're folks. Like, like we're, folks, all, like we're all just a bunch of folks living on this true. world. So it's the music made by the people hmm. for the people. And that so varies like every like country you go everywhere to. Everywhere you go, there's a folk music for the region. So with with that being said, like all of these folks around the world have music to share. And uh, so 
what uh, Kendra and I thought would be really interesting and kind of like what birthed us playing music together in the first place was, you know, we're both nerds for these two different folk musics. And, you know, there's a couple like rhythmic things and names and stuff like this or purposes in specific songs that kind of uh, work with each other. Hmm. So we took that influence and kind of arranged a new a new version of you know two songs combined what which kind is of a thing called the folk process hmm. so like there's this this tune that we're going to play uh the appellation number is called cuckoo and it, it's older than anyone knows who wrote it it's like an old song that's why it's you oh know, wow a, a that's folk, great so nobody knows, song, who wrote no it. knows who wrote it what? it just has existed before like throughout generations there was recording before there's it's like and every region in the united states it's played a little bit differently mm. because you heard it from pete who traveled through uh as he was going yeah. to mine gold in california mm-hmm. you know it's like all these you just hear it from different people. This is how and then they Pete change plays it. it. This when is they how play. Stan plays it. This That's is so how cool. Greg plays it. Yeah. So uh, there's really no. It's just it's just a song that exists and it always has. So yeah. And and uh, same thing. The the a, a tune also by the name of Cuckoo by uh, the the Guinea people or the uh, Malike people in West Africa. Kendrick can tell you what that song's purpose is. But there was just like a rhythmic thing that kind of tied them together a little bit. So we decided. Do you think songs like have purposes or specific purposes or? Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm interested. It's very commonplace in a lot of uh, West African and really just folk music in general. Um, Folkloric music often has specific dances or is played at specific ceremonies or for specific traditions, Hmm. specific times of years. There's always a purpose behind the music. So it's like played at certain times of the year. So like it's meant for a specific event. That's very interesting. So like a wedding song that's like meant for a specific event. So then they would have an, a song for like their specific tradition. That's very interesting. Do you guys think of music like that? Do you think like, oh, I have a specific purpose for each song I make? Or is it a little bit more blurred? It helps with inspiration. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, that's not always the case. Yeah. It just kind of turns out that way sometimes. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, I think we should get back to music since we talked about it so much. So the next song we're going to hear is called Cuckoo. That's the one, the West African song we just talked about. And it is by Peppy Longlegs and the Cosmic Gnarwhales. Yep, it's Cuckoo meets Cuckoo. And we call it Cuckoo. What a cuckoo. She's a pretty bird. And she warbles. When she flies, but she never hollers cuckoo to the fourth day of July. To the fourth day of July, I'm on build me a log cabin on a mountain, oh so high, so I can see whenever oh Johnny passes by, oh Johnny passes by. Jack of diamonds, Jack of diamonds. I have known you, oh no, but you robbed my poor pocket of my silver and my gold, of my silver and my gold, of my silver. 
What a cuckoo. She's a pretty bird. And she warbles when she flies. But she never hollers cuckoo to the fourth day of July. To the fourth day of July. To the fourth day of July. Coming up now is Amelia's Earhart by Peppy Longlegs and the Cosmic Gnarwheels. Well, you know, Mia, there was some recent news about a woman named Amelia Earhart. And a lot of people haven't heard this news yet, but pretty much what happened is there's a standing theory that they actually found her plane. And, you know, they've said that a lot of times before in the past. Hey, uh, we found Amelia's plane. There's all these conspiracies, actually, that state that they know what happened to Amelia. Because one day she just disappeared. She was flying around the world and she up and disappeared. And she was such an amazing woman and an, an incredible person in general that no one could wrap their head around the fact that she just was gone. So as a whole world, as a whole world, we came together to decide what happened to the mystery of Amelia Earhart. Now, some people say that uh, she was flying outside of Papua New Guinea and got shot down and crashed into the ocean. Now, there's even a photograph that proves that very fact, you know? Uh, but that's not true at all. Now, some people say that Amelia flew off into the Bermuda Triangle and transcended space and time itself and is out there flying to this very day, fighting crime. But that's not true either. What really happened is she was flying outside. She was taking off of an island right outside of Saipan. And uh, there was terrible weather coming in. So she decided to put less fuel in her plane so she could get above the storm and quickly realized that there, that there was not enough fuel for her to be able to make it to her next destination. So she decided that she would turn around. And upon trying to turn around, she got caught by the wind and <laughs> crashed right there into the ocean. Now, this seems like a pretty sad story, Mia, I know. But uh, there's a, a silver lining because the thing about Amelia is she never flew alone. She always had her navigator with her, a guy named Fred Noonan. So when she died, she did not die alone. So this is a, a song dedicated to Amelia and her journey and her story and how she brought the whole world together to solve the mystery of what happened to her. And it's for Amelia Earhart and it's called Amelia's Earhart.
now flying out to the edge of the ocean in a big jet plane then I went further out and it didn't take long for me to reckon a notion that I could circle around yeah I could circle around I ought not get caught by all them things I've been chasing because we all got spots that mean to carry us down I need to ease my mind inside of some aviation and let it circle around it's got a circle around I took a starship out out to another dimension because my time stretched out to hang my shoes off the line so now my toes hang out while my body is dipping to make it circle around it's got a circle around before we crash to the ground child I had a painted lady and we both flew around and met on the opposite side and from time to time she rests down on my shoulder and we would circle around yeah we would circle around and we would circle around yeah we would circle around before we crash to the ground Welcome back to Dinner with Bands. This episode is sponsored by The Blaster Room. Visit theblasterroom.com for more information on their recording, mixing, and mastering services. We just heard two songs by Pappy Longlegs and the Cosmic Narwhales. The first was Cuckoo, and the second was Amelia's Earhart, which was very pretty. I like that song a lot. 
And it was like so calm and like the amp- I love the uh, rain stick you had going on over there, Kendra. It was lovely. And that was like kind of a, about a conspiracy theory about Amelia Earhart, the actual yep, a like conspiracy pilot. theory that uh, they believe might be solved. I haven't heard that that it might be solved, but what they like found her plane. Yeah, they found the actual plane that matches the time and matches the place and matches kind of all the marks, uh, you know, that you would expect. That's crazy. I mean, I guess that's cool that they found that out because like otherwise it would be just a complete mystery. But yeah, that's awesome. Um, what, I, like, what, I like the mystery, though. Yeah. But the good thing is that it brought us all together, you know. Mm-hmm. So what what made you like compelled to write about that specific instance? I love conspiracy theories, man. Hmm. I think it's pretty interesting stuff. It kind of makes you uh, question the things around you and you know, form your own reality because when it really comes down to it, we're all just kind of navigating existing in our own head. So, you know, it's all about the perception that you Hmm. make around yourself. Um, And it kind of uh, proves that, that idea in a very interesting way, especially with Amelia specifically, because it kind of brought a little bit of um, mystery to, to us all. And, you know, it, it, she was such an interesting person that like, there was no person in the entire world that wasn't thinking about it. You know, hmm. there, there was, uh, cause she was flying around the whole world, you know? Yep. So it was like global news. And then when she was and gone, she, she yeah. was gone. It's just one of those ways where like, you know, we're all torn apart all the time, but like we all have the opportunity to come together. So that's a shining example of, you know, that truth. Hmm. And speaking of conspiracy theories, this is like a little bit of a tangent. But I know that you have a chicken shrine, I think, right? Am I right about that? Yeah, I do have a chicken shrine. <laughs> what? Uh, What's the backstory behind it's, it's that? The, it's, the, it's the fourth chicken shrine, actually. Really? You have four? I have, a, I have a dog. Her name's Rosemary. And she has an appetite. And, oh, no. Uh, she keeps figuring out a way I'm to sorry. get to the chicken shrine. Uh, so there's a farm in town called Raisin Roots Farm. And I have a lot of friends that live and work on that farm. Actually, Caitlin Schramm, she works at the banjo shop, and hmm. she lives on that farm, too. There's a guy named Cameron, Cameron Trizaglio, who uh, gave me a um, chicken's foot that he had uh, preserved in salt after, uh, after a slaughter that went down at the farm. And, uh, you know, he had them in different hand variations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, one of the first projects that i gave all of my apprentices at the banjo shop to do was to build that chicken shrine because they had to learn how to think about a concept they had to bend wood to make the arch mm-hmm. because it's a proper you know arched display and uh you know that that kind of led to like them being competent woodworkers and rosemary getting really? a little bit chunkier <laughs> wait so that was like their first task you that was their first through? task where really? they had That's to good. like put their heads together and learn how to do something because you wanted them to like think together so now we're on the fourth re- iteration of the chicken shrine because of it, rosemary it, it lives and uh brings us <laughs> i'm sorry i didn't know it was joy. gonna get that dark the ch- that rosemary killed the chicken but um she did not kill the chicken. oh she didn't oh that's no not no that. no oh. she did not kill the chicken the uh, cycle of of life and the nature of fun, oh so they just uh, killed the chicken okay the but she would eat the feet Oh, okay, okay. She wouldn't eat okay, the, she wouldn't eat the she shrine. The she would eat the chicken off, the chicken foot off okay. of the shrine. <laughs> nice. And then we would, Cameron oh, so was nice then enough you had to, to keep bringing it. us chicken feet. Nice. Okay, interesting. <laughs> wow. Um, and also, you have a door with 47 knobs on it, I've heard. Yeah. This is like we, the random part of the interview, by the way. Do. You can't tell. Uh, the story behind that is, uh, so my business partner, BJ Kinney, and uh, his wife, Gemma, and they have three boys. 
uh, BJ's father, Bob, he uh, needed to replace the, the knob on the door because it was seized. And our, the shop is a beautiful place to see. So if anyone was uh, interested in seeing a banjo shop, all they would have to do is walk down a specific alley mm. called Butterfly Alley. And nice. there it would be. You know, we, we couldn't take the doorknob out because it had this huge contraption attached to it. So we just put another one on. And then I decided, hey, wouldn't it be neat if we put more doorknobs on it? And Did you do that to like make people confused? or? It's to make people confused, but it's also, you know... Anyone is welcome to to a add a on. knob to that really? door. It's an <laughs> Do you open, ever like mix them up and like? It's an open uh, art project, so like. Yeah, I mean, my first time at the shop, I definitely was. I definitely was confused my first time at the shop, um, but Rooster he, he gave a good hint that like think about how tall he is, mm-hmm. and he's pretty tall. You can't see his the radio, but he's he's very tall. Yeah, and so think about like where. He would put a, a doorknob. So That's the actual one. Yeah. Hey man, so don't, don't tell my secret. <laughs> oh my! Wait, do you like make people like go through all of them to find out which one? Well, they're they're all over the door, so I mean, it could be anyone. It could be any of them. Wow, that's crazy. That's so interesting. It's really something you never get used to because <laughs> I've I've tried to open that door so many times and I still have a hard time finding the right doorknob. Really? I yeah, know. I feel like I would be complete like forty-seven. That's just so many. It's Jeez, growing grandma. too. It's growing too. You're welcome to come with a doorknob. <laughs> To the shop and add it to the door okay. at any point. Like anyone out there Until in radio like land is welcome full. to as well. Um, well, yeah, I was just going to say that that's like, that shows how artistic and like creative you guys are as a band. Like you guys just do random things. And I feel like that um, goes into your music a lot because as we were talking about earlier, you have like a lot of different influences like throughout your music with um the West African music and whatnot and like conspiracy theories. And those are just like not very conventional influences. But I was wondering, and I also know that you guys collaborate a lot with like local musicians. And I was wondering, like, are there any local musicians you would like to collaborate with in the future that you have in mind? Or Well, you know, um, there's quite a few out there. A specific group that I like hanging out with all the time because the drummer actually works at the banjo shop. His name's Tobias, and the band is called Whippoorwill. Oh, I um, love them. And, yeah, they just they just played at the Mishawaka, and they're, they're doing some really great things. And they're about to launch a, a crowdfunding campaign, so keep your ears open for mm. that. You know, and and Matt's Matthew Wilburn Skinner at the banjo shop. Uh, he's he's also in a band called Tall Grass, and I've been able to sit in with those guys and 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 uh, nice. play uh, a harmonica, quick little snippet with Matt, where we do dueling harmonicas and. Uh, Caitlin at the banjo shop is a beautiful mm-hmm. songwriter. So pretty much like the whole the whole banjo shop is people that I lo- like to play music with. And That's awesome. That's awesome. You get to work in such a fun environment. Yeah, it's it's what really fun. Yeah. I love it. I and really do. I feel very honored to to have that opportunity and and also you know have such a excellent community engaging with us on such mm-hmm. a regular basis. Right. And Harrison and Kendra, do you guys have any local musicians or like just artists in general that you would want to collaborate with? I mean, I just love playing music with, you know, whoever wants to jam. I would love to do something actually with Kind Dub. I think that'd be oh, really right. cool. That would with, be, um, they're like electronic, right? Yeah. So I, th- I think it would be a cool kind of crossover between kind of like the folk process that we're doing and then mm-hmm. also what they're doing as well with just a different medium, really. Yeah. Um, but it would be interesting to see what we could come up with. Yeah, that would be very interesting. And uh, I, I kind of have a dream of playing um, with this music as well as with dancers. Hmm. So I think that would be really cool. That's cool. Yeah. So would you like choreograph it or would that be the plan? Yeah, I think that would be Whoa. really neat. That would be super, super cool. So yeah. if there are any dancers out there. Kendra's available Dance. for you. <laughs> shake your hips and I know you guys like 
Uh, well, I know you make banjos, so you obviously are like very well versed with instruments, and like you guys all seem like great musicians. But what, are there any instruments that you would like to learn that you haven't learned yet? I wish I was better at piano um, mm-hmm. and organs, church organs specifically. Um, I love that sound so much. What about you guys? Do you have any instruments in mind? I was my first thought was maybe the kazoo. But hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Caitlin Tram from the banjo shop, she's a luthier at the shop. She's been teaching me a little bit of keyboard. Um, voice wanted to learn some of that. And I think maybe Harrison will teach me bass someday. I love the sound of the bass. Sure. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime. Um, yeah, I, I guess I've, I've always played string instruments, so I would love to spend some more time with some wind instruments especially clarinet i love clarinet that'd be cool. bass clarinet especially is has such a cool sound that'd be cool and incorporate into your music well awesome so do you guys want to get back to the music Does that uh, sound good? i'd like to actually mention that uh there's a show on friday right um we uh pappy long legs and the cosmic narwhales are going to be opening for a group called strange americans and at the artery. Uh, it starts at eight o'clock doors open at seven um, we're going to be wearing full costumes, uh, jet packs, squid masks, the whole nine yards. And we have these crazy projections that I spent a lot of time with these guys finding the footage and editing. And there's going to be uh, a screen and, and all of that stuff. So it's going to get really strange and really, <laughs> really far out and groovy. Exciting stuff. Or what song do you want to play next? Because um, we have two more songs, I think. Let's do a tune called Zen and the Art of Goodbye. A two chop cheap. All right. Let me tell you. Man, I had a woodpecker pecking on my porch this morning. Try to get inside so he can get a little taste. Me a little June bug means beer's no ram. Won't you go and fly away? Cause I am getting by today, bop bop. Man, I had a boss man banging on my post this morning. Got a little work so he can give a little pay. I ain't the man they needs to be imploring. Cause I'm getting by these days. And I'm getting by these days. And I'm getting by these days. I'm a get by today, pop pop, going boo doom doom dee lee da Spin around with sun in the sky boo doom doom dee lee da Just spin around with sun in the sky When the night comes to an end Man, I'm still just getting by again When the night comes to an end Man, I'm still just getting by again When the night comes to an end I'm still just getting by again Pop pop Hey man, shoes untied. Ow!
So now I've got a sunburn burning on my brain this morning. Got a little high and then it got a little strange. Cheersing with the boy, that she means be adoring. Trying to pass time away. Just trying to pass time away. Just trying to pass time away. And I'ma get by today. Pop, pop, going fiddle-dum-dum. -dum, Deely die. Spin all around with sun in the sky. Fiddle-dum-dum. -dum, Deely die. Just spin all around with sun in the sky. And I'ma get by. Use a get to just swimming. And I'ma get by. Use a get to just swimming all around like fishes do. In the sea. In the sea. Yeah, yeah, in the sea. I'm going Go and beep bop doop dop dee dot dee And when the night comes to an end Man, I'm still just getting by again mm -hmm. And when the night comes to an end Man, I'm still just getting by again mm -hmm. And when the night comes to an end I'm still just getting by again mm -hmm. And when the night comes to an end I'm still just getting by again Coming up now is Professional Test by Peppy Longlegs and the Cosmic Gnar Whales. Or Protest for short. Could you suggest some new song themes for the millennium? I will build a great, great wall, and I will have Mexico pay for that. Until we are able to come out of Palestine, and the day is ready. We lose. We have a trade in balance. I'm a fat boy top with my red dress on, screaming all them things that ain't been going wrong. And there's people standing laughing as dumb gets moaned, talking about which side is yawn. Man, which side is yawn. And there's a bird in my pocket going tweet, tweet, tweet. Lord knows you gotta have little swine to eat. Kill all them losers that disagree with me. Cause I know what the people need Man, I know what the people need And there's fire coming out of my eyes Yeah, there's fire coming down from me And there's fire coming out of my eyes Yeah, there's fire coming down from me
Throw some fire from the sky so I can build a new machine. Get that pot running hot for the in-between. Build a big fat wall from sea to shining sea. And talk about it on TV. We gon' talk about it on TV. And there's fire coming out of my eyes. Yeah, there's fire coming down from me. And there's fire coming out of my eyes. Yeah, there's fire coming down from me.